it feels like it's been a decade since we first started the program. Honestly, I was like looking in the mirror and I have a crease between my eyebrows now that just exists forever. And I'm like, that wasn't there when I started the paralegal <laughs> program. And then I was like, oh, but it has been years. So I can't really just blame law for stressing me out. It's just the passage of time, unfortunately. <laughs> Everything, everything in your life is like marked by when we started the paralegal yeah, program. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Welcome back to Legal Ease, our little law clerks. We hope you had a good, what has it been now, two weeks? It's been a while. It's been a hot minute since we've um, mm-hmm. we've recorded an episode. But um, my name is Elizabeth. And my name is also Elizabeth, but you can call me Ellie. And you can call me Liz. Um, yeah, so like I was saying, you know, it's been a really hot minute, but life happens Sometimes you just get tired. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes we also make decisions like mid-recording that we actually don't want to record the episode that we intended to record. Yeah, it's it's hard. And then we we take a full, what was it, like week? A week. A full (laughs) week week to to recover the next one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So which is to say, uh, we are not recording being in the legal system as a client today. We're doing, is it worth it to sue? Is it? Well, Are we we're sure? Find out. Yeah. So we changed the topic last minute, but that's fine because it's going to be great anyways. You guys are going to love it. We're going to tell you if you should sue, and the answer might shock you. It might shock me too because I don't know. It's shocking me as we speak. <laughs> I am absolutely shocked that I am here right now. But before we start, Liz, big congratulations to you. You passed your licensing exam and you found yourself on the Law Society directory today. That is incredible. Thank you. Yes, I'm so I'm actually so excited. I when I saw it, I literally screamed out loud. <laughs> it was like, that is my name and I I have a paralegal and that's your number. number. Yeah. Yeah, that's my that's my license number. It's so crazy to me that it's wild, right? Yeah, like this is the end of this incredibly, it feels like years long journey. Well, it was. It was years long, especially for you. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, if I could like go into a little bit of detail of how mm-hmm. I got here, like we all did this two year program together. Ellie and I, you know that this is how um, we met. And um, towards the end of the program, I decided that I was going to put off doing my my field placement so that I could work somewhere really important and really special <laughs> to me. <laughs> and for um, anyone that's like not a Canadian college diploma student, um, field placement is basically just an unpaid internship. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to do one month of that. Um, well, uh, yeah, whatever it is. 140 hours, I think it was. 140 hours, like about a month of that. And um that's the only way that you can graduate. And I decided to delay that for a couple of months, a few months so that I could work. Um, and I, you know, everyone else kind of graduated before me. So it felt like a long time coming. <laughs> um, I think I'm the last one out of our group of friends who actually took the licensing exam for those of, I think oh, so, for those yeah. of them. Yeah. Like for those of them who are yeah, yeah, planning yeah. on taking it. Um, you know, it's it feels like it's been a really long journey, and I'm really happy to be here now 
I actually looked up your name in the directory as well because <laughs> I was like, oh my God, so cute. Elizabeth Ann's together. <laughs> I tried to look up Elizabeth Ann to like screenshot it like, oh, we're so cool. But there's like 20 of them. I couldn't even find either one of us. It oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't even bother. Like, no way am I going to search up Elizabeth Ann. <laughs> um, so now if you guys search us up in the directory, you won't be able to find us because we're not telling you our last names. <laughs> so we're one of the Elizabeth Anns one of the many one of the many but thank you for for saying that it's really appreciate it of course I'm very proud of you that's very exciting um and also thank you to everyone that listened to the last episode and like reached out we had a couple paralegals offer to be on episodes which is really exciting and really nice of them yeah that is so cool I mean these people who we look up to like mm-hmm. these people that we like when we were studying owners? yeah bi- business owners people that like when we were studying we were looking up to them saying we want to be them one day <laughs> you know they're asking yeah. or they're offering very generously to be on our podcast that's mm-hmm. so exciting to me it was really kind I was I was very happy to see that yeah and it's definitely gonna happen we're gonna have to oh, yeah. figure out an episode for them to be on um but that's I mean that's something that we want to hear from you guys as well like a lot of you followed us on Instagram, and we love that because um, that means that you can give us some ideas. You can tell us. You can do our job for us, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell us what would you want to hear licensed paralegals talk about. I think that would be that would be good. That would be helpful. Yeah. I'm just tired all the time now. <laughs> oh, I don't have God. any brain cells left. Okay. Like, this is a general question for the audience Am I the only one, or sorry, are we the only ones who feel like, like exhausted twenty four seven, and there's absolutely no break from being exhausted? We we can't be right, or like maybe we're just maybe we're just getting used to it. You know, maybe this is like the threshold into adulthood, and then you adjust. It. I really. I hope so. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes, because like. You've got to get used to the pattern at some point, right? Oh, God. I mean, (laughs) if this is the rest of my life, you guys, (laughs) I'm telling you, I can't work anymore. (laughs) That's it. Like three months and you're done. No, this is it. I've decided that I am, I I just am not cut out for working. And I feel like I just need somebody (laughs) to pay all my bills for me. You got your license to say you don't need the license anymore. The reason why I got my license is because one person told me that I couldn't. And now I'm just, I got it to rub it in their face, you know? That's so fair, actually. Yeah. So let us begin our second episode. I think it is about that time. Um, Do you want to do our disclaimer, Liz? It's disclaimer time. Our favorite time. Okay. (laughs) This podcast does not constitute legal advice. By listening to this podcast, you must know that we are not your legal representatives. And if you listen to this podcast and you decide to take what we say as advice, we are judging you because this is not (laughs) advice. Thank you. I love that you always have to judge someone. <laughs> if you don't do X, we're judging you. And I like that you speak we. Like, I get no say in this. <laughs> you know you're judging. We are both judging. I would like to keep my judgment to myself. 
Okay, I am judging you. Ellie is silently judging you. There we go. So, is it worth it to sue? Um, I mean, maybe. That's the end of the podcast. That's it. That's the whole episode. Yeah, bye guys. Hope Um, you had a good time. (laughs) I think it's, uh, the answer to that is the epitome of a legal answer, which is, it depends. It does depend. Um, There are so many factors that come into play when you are deciding to sue somebody. Like, Mm -hmm. do you have the money to sue somebody? Because it costs a lot. Um, Do you have the time? Do you have the resources? There are so many factors that may affect you, like geological barriers, socioeconomical barriers. There's just so So much to take into account. Um, and we're going to dive into a few of those today because we feel like it's important for you guys to have all of the facts before you sue. Because we're assuming that all of you are suing people all the time. Yeah, like your neighbor, uh, your neighbor's child, your neighbor's child's goldfish. Like, they've all wronged you somehow, so you're planning to sue and you should know every step of the way. You know, that goldfish has been around. I've seen that goldfish once that or twice in court. That is sus. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's sussy. Is that a word? Is that what the kids are saying? <laughs> that is what the kids are saying. I think. I don't. Maybe they were saying it, it a few means. months ago, though. Uh, I feel suspicious. like it's suspicious. I don't know what the kids are saying, and I honestly don't care because you're not one of them anymore. You're like an adult with a license. I'm an adult with a license. I'm an adult with a job. You know, I drive. You drive. I drive. Which is a, a new development. Very exciting. So if you see me driving, um, say hi. Wave. Yeah, I won't you know see what? you. I'm looking at the road. I think that if you guys see Ellie, the best thing to do to get her attention is honk at her. <laughs> <laughs> Incessantly. Like, just over and over again to get her attention. <laughs> because I feel like that's... That'll actually really bring my stress levels down to know I have company on the road. <laughs> She just doesn't like to drive alone. That's the- <laughs> So let her know that you're there. Honk at her. You know, sometimes you could even roll down the window no. and just <laughs> start yelling at me. Give me and a just scream experience. at her. Yeah. So that's the reason why you might want to sue somebody. And like, if you raise your fist at me, that could be like considered assault. So then I could sue you, actually. So if you want to do that and like give me some money, that'd be really cool. Yeah, we're definitely going to get into all of the um, the torts. That's a tort. That's another. That is a tort, by the way. Yeah, we're going to get into that in another episode because, oh my gosh, it's a lot. It's so fun. <laughs> but, but, okay. So let's say your neighbor's goldfish uh, jumped out of the tank and he came over and he like broke into your house and ripped down your curtains and all sorts of stuff. So let's like get rid of the criminal aspect of that because uh, I don't think you can actually arrest a goldfish. So let's say... But you can sue it. You can sue this goldfish. Um, this is not legal advice. <laughs> this is not. Don't sue a goldfish. But like, let's say we're suing this goldfish. This goldfish did about, let's say, $1,200 worth of damage to your property. Um, would you sue Liz? Um, For $1,200, I... No, I would not sue. I also um, would not sue. But, like, I have my own reasoning, you know? Like, for me, 
I, it's not worth the time. It's not worth the stress. It's not yeah. worth the anxiety. But if it was for, if it was for $3,000, I'd probably mm-hmm. sue. And like maybe the $1,000, if it was like for your grandmother's antique silk drapes that like had a huge emotional thing for you yeah if then it was maybe something it wouldn't actually be a thousand it would be like three thousand because of the emotional damages exactly it's it's hard to say because I'm obviously not in this situation but like oh suing is so difficult because first of all let's just let's just go into why it costs so much like other than your legal fees like let's let's put those aside yeah let's pretend you are suing the goldfish on your own yeah, let's just yeah, exactly. Um so when you want to file a claim, let's say small claims because you and I haven't learned about anything else because we're not <laughs> we're not allowed to sue in any other court. Yeah. Um so with small claims and these these fees will change, like they do change. They always but right, change, but right now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But right now the filing cost just to file a claim is $102. Yeah, so and just to, like, sign a paper, file it with the court, and then serve it on the goldfish, it's $102. Like, nothing yeah. has even really happened yet except you saying, I'm suing you, here's why. Yeah, exactly. So that is a lot of money <laughs> for yeah. you to spend just to file that. And, you know, like, okay, and then for a defense, so that that's a plaintiff's claim. So that's somebody who's starting the action, somebody mm-hmm. who's bringing the action, the person who has allegedly been wronged. Um, so they bring the action, it's $102, then the defendant has to file a defense in order for this action to move forward. So the defense costs $73. Yeah. And so and like, then, that's I'm not sorry. even, that's not even saying like, oh, well, they did me dirty, yada, yada, yada. Like, that's literally just saying, um, I do or I do not agree with the original claim. Like, you're putting in seventy three dollars to to say your piece on paper, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah, exactly. And then let's just say, okay, so the the defendant files their defense, and then they want to counter sue you, mm-hmm. which can mm-hmm. happen, which I didn't know before, eh? Yeah, which absolutely can happen. Yeah. Um, and that costs to file a defendant's claim. It costs a hundred and two dollars. Yeah. So that's. $73 plus $102, that's $175. <sighs> Quick math. Guys. Quick math. That, that was, was good. That was that really was good. Accounting for paralegals came in handy. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so that's just for the defendant. Yeah, that's literally just to start the whole process. And then, I mean, in small claims, it's, I mean, I get it. I get why they have to have this because then people would be suing left and right and they'd be doing all sorts of nonsense all throughout the litigation process. Mm-hmm. But like to issue a notice of a motion, to set a trial date, to um, issue a witness summons and then pay the witness to be there. Yeah. Like yeah. everything is is a fee to, <laughs> to get a default judgment, which means the other side like didn't show up to trial or they didn't even file defense you have to pay to get that default judgment going but they didn't show up can i have my money yeah it's there's fees for everything it adds up so you know think before you sue for like $500 for example exactly. because you might be like you might just be making your money back yeah 
which, which is so it was kind of more the principle of it but yeah is it but worth five hundred dollars in principle exactly and it's like you know there are certain situations where sometimes plaintiffs have to play wow sometimes plaintiffs have to pay defendants costs for bringing the action yeah like let's just say um you know the the defendant offers to settle for a certain amount you d- you refuse it then you oh, go to trial about this rule. yeah you go to trial and the and you are awarded less than what the defendant offered you in settlement you pay them costs yeah right so it's like you might end up owing more money yeah. than you're making like just th- for this whole action it's like just because you were oh. feeling a little petty yeah, but there and there's a lot of scenarios where I say absolutely you should sue. Absolutely. Like, yeah, of course. Like I would never as a paralegal, it is my job to sue. So <laughs> So I would never discourage that. No, I I well, mean and I mean you can like you can you can ask for costs. So typically when you sue someone, you ask for the total amount plus interest and costs, but I, I might be misremembering. It's been a million years since I've looked at the rules. Um, but it, I think it's only costs up to a certain amount or a certain percentage, mm-hmm. or maybe that's just the legal fees. But either way, like you're probably not going to make every dollar that you spent on this action back. No, no matter what, you're not going to make you're not going to make your money back. And you know, hiring a paralegal is a way for you to save some money because we cost less than lawyers. Mm-hmm. And I can say we now. Um, <laughs> you can say we now. Yeah, but we cost less than lawyers. But let's just say that your claim goes over $35,000, which is the monetary limit for small claims. You would have to take it to the higher court, which paralegals can't practice in. So you would mm-hmm. have to hire a lawyer. And it would cost you a lot more. Yeah. So like, yeah. if it's 35200 is it really worth it to go to that higher court? Yeah, it, it might be better because you, you're going to be saving a lot of money in the long run mm-hmm. um, for you to just forgo that additional $200 and sue in small claims. Um, but otherwise, you know, you really have to like, every situation is different. Every case is obviously unique and different and once you seek legal advice that representative will be able to tell you if they think that this case will be successful or not but um for you personally as somebody who is suing um you really need to to kind of like assess is this worth my time yeah is because i mean there's the financial burden but yeah like time right yeah is exactly it takes a lot of time out of your life because you know sometimes well the courts have been extremely overwhelmed yeah you know because of covid and just like too many cases exactly so sometimes it could take years it could take years yeah so is it worth it it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of effort on your part it's emotionally taxing um i mean like this uh, we're we're talking about small claims right now, but when it's something else, like when it's a tribunal, it can take a while. It can take a really long time, and I, you know, I'm the type of person, like especially if it's human rights, mm. where I say it is absolutely worth it if you feel yeah. like your rights have been um, violated in some yeah. sort of way. 
Um, so I always encourage, like, I mean, I've, I've had people actually come to me and say, like, I'm thinking about take, bringing an action into human rights. And I, I can't, I don't advise them. You know, I of obviously course. don't advise them. But in my head, I'm always thinking, like, this could set precedent. Yeah. That's a big yeah. deal. And and I, I, I think it's important it's to deal. know, like, we talk about the costs, but you can get some fees waived in certain situations. So, like, let's say you did have some awful humans right, human rights violation, but you can't afford to start the action, then they might agree to waive the fees for you because you just can't yeah. afford it and everyone deserves justice. I mean, that's that's hearkening back to what we said 50 million times, which is access to justice. Exactly. There are resources there for you. Like, you you know, if you really, really feel like you need to bring an action, you can't afford to hire a paralegal, you can't afford to hire a lawyer, there are um, resources there. There's legal aid. There's people who um, who are there to help you. So I I feel like as much as we've been almost not discouraging it but we've been kind of like warning about yeah. the <laughs> the risks associated with well, suing I mean, if that's that... kind of what we're taught to do right like I think it's part of yeah. our code of ethics we have to be like hey have you thought about this yeah exactly because we wouldn't be good representatives <laughs> we wouldn't be good representatives if we didn't we didn't tell you about the risks mm-hmm. like you should know the risks but I am a strong believer that you should fight for what you believe Absolutely. in. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? So let's just say, okay, um, I'm going to use an example for a human rights claim that um, it's not a specific example. I'm sure that it's definitely happened, but um, like it's not one that you know it's of. It's just going to be used. Yeah. It's not somebody that I know personally or anything like that. But let's just say that you start a new job. And you feel like your employer has been giving everybody raises or has been giving them promotions, but your employer says to you that I don't give empl- I don't give promotions to women, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. In those situations, you absolutely, I would absolutely say, I'm gonna sue. Um, I'm gonna sue. I'm. I would absolutely say yes. I would bring a matter to the human rights tribunal. Like that's obviously mm-hmm. your own personal choice. But your rights have absolutely been violated because of something that is covered under the human rights code, which is your gender. Well, and then kind of the joy of that example specifically, you do have a monetary amount that you have clearly missed out on and can ask for. Exactly. And that is beauty. That's beauty for the human (laughs) rights tribunal. But like that sort of case sets precedent and what that what we mean by that is basically that case would would be like the case that all of the other little cases look to all the future cases to make decisions however the one thing that is hard about going to a tribunal is you can go oh my friend who didn't get her raise because she's a woman um she won twenty thousand dollars in her case, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't get a raise, and I think it's because I'm a woman. And so you bring this case as precedent, and like even if many of the facts line up, tribunals aren't bound by precedent. No, they're not. They're not bound by precedent, but it's something that it will help. Like it's it's heavily relied yeah. upon. Yeah, it's it's relied upon. Like if so you show like, up to a tribunal hearing without any precedent, they're going to be like, really? 
Yeah, exactly. You need to you need to do your research. And that's that's something that we absolutely will get mm-hmm. into more, like researching and how to, you know, properly prepare for for a matter. But for now, I mean, okay, another point that I kind of just want to bring yeah, up yeah. because we're on the topic of like human rights. A lot of the times you will not see precedent for your specific Yeah, matter. you gotta like pick little bits. Yeah. Like, because sometimes there's no precedent because matters do not go that yeah. far. They don't go to the actual hearing. They're, they get settled out of the tribunal yeah. um, because people are scared. Yeah. But yeah, so, I mean, when you're deciding whether to sue mm-hmm. or not, really, like, look at all of those factors. Yeah. Look at the and time. Like, look at the money. If you choose to hire like representation I think <laughs> I had a friend that went like they, they worked at a, a firm they still might work there that dealt mostly with like landlord tenant board and small claims and their lawyer was out for like I think lunch or something either way they weren't in the office and my friend answered the phone and a client had been billed and they were so upset because they had been charged the filing fee and they're like, I thought this was mm. covered, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, it was in your retainer. Because people think, you know, if you hire a lawyer, that's it. They cover everything. Or you, you hire a paralegal, that's it. You, the fee is everything. But like, no, you're, you're, you're paying for that person's expertise, their time, their advocacy skills, mm-hmm. their training, their business. Because, you know, it costs money to run a business. So people yeah. think they kind of get a loophole with all these filing fees, all these printing costs, everything, these are called disbursements. And people don't, A, read their retainers sometimes, which is, you should read read every mm-hmm. contract you sign, please. And then they don't really get what it is. And that means that they end up confused and upset. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, ugh, it's it's just, this whole process is very lengthy. It's very complicated. I, myself... I don't know how I would be able to go through it as a client because I feel like, oh, it's it's very taxing on you yeah. as a person. And I there are some situations, actually the majority of situations that I've seen where people are suing other people that I think absolutely this is justified. Yeah. Like I, I do. And I'm, I, I would never discourage somebody from doing something that they feel is right for them to do. At the same time, though, as a paralegal, when I'm a paralegal, I'm going to straight up say, (laughs) if I think that your matter will not succeed. Well, at that point, that is your job to advise Mm -hmm. and to say, here's the facts. Here's what you're looking at cost wise, time wise. It's not worth it. Like, don't don't see your neighbor's goldfish yeah. for 200 bucks, Becky. Don't do it. Yeah, exactly, Becky. Because we care. <laughs> it's because we care. Yeah. That we're not going to take your money. We're, we're honestly, like, there's going to be episodes where we go into more of the legal system as mm-hmm. a whole. And we're really going to, like, dive into that. But um, it's way too much to yeah. even talk about. And the timeline that you have to wait to even get your matter looked at is ridiculous. I think ridiculous. that's the bigger issue. And I do know they're trying to address that, but that is a huge consideration when looking at bringing an action or 
being a defendant in an action and like refusing to settle. Yeah, 100%. So bottom line, if you do sue, hire a paralegal. I like that you're just advertising now that you're licensed. You're like, listen, I may open a firm someday and I got to convince you that you need me. Yeah. Well, you do need me because do you really want to pay those lawyer fees? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. Uh, and sometimes you do but I mean if you have a more complex situation or it's more money on the line like maybe you wouldn't hire for a two thousand dollar action but if you're suing someone Mm -hmm. for thirty thousand dollars you might want to hire someone that's trained so next time you decide to sue your neighbor and you think oh my neighbor only cost me five thousand dollars in damages sue them for thirty thousand and hire a paralegal (laughs) instead Don't do that. You won't get 30000 Well, I think, God, like, you see some people go into court and, you know, they they had their car bonked and it cost, like, $200 to repair the paint. But no, I'm sorry. We're not we're not going to brush over the fact that you just said had your car. Well, bonked. It's not like they got their car hit. It was a boop. It was a bonk. It was a little kiss between cars. A vehicular smooch. It's like... No, okay, and for for those of you who don't watch TikTok, you don't understand why this irks me so much, but there's this one filter on TikTok that was trending for like the a bonk. whole year, <laughs> the bonk filter, and if you don't know what it is, please just TikTok Google bonk TikTok filter. bonk, oh my god, B-O-N-K, yeah. TikTok bonk, yeah, but like, anyways, sorry, continue with your bonking You'll story. You'll see these people go in, and their little car has been bonked, and they're all upset because they had to pay, like, $200 to get a little paint patch job. But they try to sue for, like, $10,000 because, you know, it made them, like, five minutes late to work, and their boss yelled at them, and now they're very upset. And they're like, yeah, my emotions are worth $10,000. Like, don't do that. You're going to look silly. You have to you have to really consider what you need to sue for here. Like, do you want to sue for an extra yeah. hundred because you missed out on a few minutes of work? Mm-hmm. But yeah, when you sue, you have to be careful about what you ask for because at a certain level, you're gonna stop looking like you are legitimately owed this money, and you're gonna start looking. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what's like it you're called? wasting the court's time. It's the one. The word it starts with a V. You're a something litigant. Vexatious. Vivacious. Vivacious. <laughs> You didn't hear that. Nobody heard that. It's fine. Vivacious litigant. (laughs) Did you see the confidence with which I said that word? I said that out loud and I said it. You said it like there was no flinching. You were like, vivacious litigant. So it's called a vexatious litigant when you sue basically just to sue. Um or like guys if i could sue if i could sue for emotional damages i would be a billionaire so liz what would be what we call a frequent claimant which means she pays more (laughs) fees i'm not even kidding someone who like files i think it's more than 10 plaintiff claim in a year they pay more fees for every plaintiff's claim after that so liz let's do some let's do some like role play oh no okay yeah, so I'm going to be <laughs> I'm going to be the claimant. I'm coming okay. to you for the 50th time. Yeah. Are you ready? 
Okay. And I'm your paralegal? Like, you just have me on a general retainer? No, no. You are the person who is taking my claim. Like, oh, the, the I'm, the, the, I'm the filing clerk? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's time for the role okay. play. Good evening, ma'am. Oh, good evening. You again. <laughs> it is me again. Um, I'm here to file a claim. And let me tell you, this time, this time... It's it's a big one. You're going to you're really right. going to love okay. this one. I'm excited. Okay. So, what happened was I was walking my dog. You actually don't have to tell me. You just need to pass me your paper. No, I need oh, okay. you to know. I was walking my dog. My dog barked at my neighbor's right. dog, and then my neighbor yelled at me and told me to tell my dog to stop right. barking, and I feel like I deserve like at least twenty thousand dollars for that. Is this the uh, same neighbor that pulled out of their driveway a little fast, and you got startled, and you uh, sued them for twenty thousand? Yeah, but listen, I had to, I had to stay off of work. Right. I had to stay home from work for like five days after that. Like I was so emotionally right. traumatized by how quickly they backed out of their driveway. Okay. So, so you want to sue them again? I, I do want to sue them again. This time it's different. I know that I've been here like a few times, but okay. Yeah. I do so want to this sue. one is uh, 215. 215. I'm sorry. That's not what I paid last time. Last time I paid a hundred and what? Like a hundred and two? Yeah, but like last time uh, that was your 10th. So now it goes up because you're actually awful in the eyes of the court. I'm sorry, but you can't you can't talk to me that way, and you also can't charge me more. I would like to bring another action <laughs> against you. That would be two hundred and fifteen dollars. Let's do it. <laughs> and see. <laughs> so that's how it really works in the court. Yeah, they actually tell you that you're awful to your face. No, they don't. I promise. Yeah, but they they absolutely charge yeah. you more after your tenth. It is the tenth, claim. right? I don't remember. I think it's the tenth. I don't re- know. You know what? Let's fact yeah, check that. It might because... be the tenth, or it might be um, you can have ten, and then your next one you're considered a frequent claimant. Frequent claimant, ten or more claims. Okay. Yeah. So the tenth. Yeah. Would so be... that's according to the rules of the small claims court. Um. So it's a person who has already filed ten or more claims in the same office in that calendar year. So. That actually takes me to my next point is the rules. So if you're going to sue or you're going to bring an action in a tribunal, every single court, every single tribunal has their own sets of rules and practice directions. So let's say you're not going to hire a rep. You have to consider how much work it's going to be to research how to do this. And some are more complex than others, but Everything is going to have rules. Everything is going to have practice directions. You're going to have to know how to bring actions, bring motions, um, how to behave in court, really, which isn't in the rules, but you might want to look that up as well. So when you're considering the cost, when you're considering the time, also consider the effort that you're going to have to put into just learning how to do this. Guys, it's a lot of effort. We went to school for two years for this, and we still don't know (laughs) anything. So... (laughs) I know two things. So I know I know maybe a solid thing. Wow. That's like a lot though. Yeah. That's like you're rich nowadays so. to know a thing. Wow. I, I barely do. I mean I barely have a brain that's cell. Okay, but that's okay, me neither. So speaking of research though, <laughs> again, if you're gonna go rep free, um, please know who you're speaking to. <laughs> so 
don't don't call your judge your majesty unless your judge is liz uh, yeah guys okay eventually maybe one day i will be a justice of the peace maybe, maybe one, day. one day depending on where my life takes me and if you come to me and call me your majesty immediately you win. that's it case dismissed immediately. everything yeah that's it case dismissed <laughs> i don't care if the prosecution actually has like evidence of every element of the offense doesn't matter no <laughs> you knew the nope. secret magic you trick you called me your majesty i'm i'm just happy <laughs> to be here i'm happy to be acknowledged for who i truly <laughs> am and yeah of course of course you that's win that's it but yeah. <laughs> so speaking of justice of the peace, you won't deal with a justice of the peace in a civil court. That's only criminal. But while we're here, how do you tell who a justice of the peace is? They have a green Ooh. sash. And what do you call them? Ooh. Your No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you call them your worship. Which I've heard, um I've sp- I've spoken to like a few of my uh what do we call them? Laymen? Lay people. lay people friends and uh yeah. and they're like your worship i'm like yeah that's it that's what you call them and they just can't get over it they think it's so funny i feel like you could absolutely write fanfic stop about <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what to say to that everybody search archive of our own right now um i'm sure liz has written fanfic of herself actually herself and her green sash by the time this comes out there will be a fanfic enemies to lovers uh your worship to your majesty it's also a hallmark oh my god it's a christmas that's why you have a green sash like compliment your like red apple cider oh my gosh cute but then judges it's a red sash (laughs) no but seriously guys I can't make this up. It's Christmas colors. It is. It really is. Which kind of makes yeah. me happy. Like, that's very cute. It's a holly jolly uh, visual for a not holly jolly moment. Exactly. And some judges are like, Santa. Yeah. Oh, I did see a judge with a really nice white beard and he was so sweet. I hope he's listening I hope right he is. Now. And I hope he Wherever knows that you he are. is so loved because he was so nice. I think I like stumbled over my words and he smiled. So I love him. Well, Okay. So what do you call a judge? Your honor. Don't call a person with a red sash your worship. They won't like that. That will make them unhappy. Yeah, but you know what? You can call them your majesty, and I'm sure that they will have a good chuckle. They will. <laughs> Just try it. Just try it, guys. That is No, advice. that is not legal advice. <laughs> I'm suing you for emotional damages. I'm stressed. Yeah, by the end of this podcast, I will have to. I'm betting that Ellie and I will see yeah. each other at least once for emotional. I damages. found um, an old like text between us where I was like texting you in the middle of class, and I said, um, "If we ever go against each other, the winner has to buy the other drinks." And you were like, "Yes, of mm. course." Like, or no, it was was it the loser had to buy drinks? I don't remember. Either way, you were like, yes, of course. Like, I fully intend to buy you drinks. And I said good. And I almost said good because I intend to win. And I was like, oh, good. Me too. <laughs> like, my competitive side just came out. It, but you know what? It's perfect for me because I'm so much like, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's you can win. You can win. I'll let you have it. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I'm a docile person. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, okay, speaking of texts that you sent me during <laughs> class, I 
I need to tell everyone about this one instance where we were in, was it legal writing? Yes. It was legal writing. And I love that I know exactly (laughs) what you're talking about, too. (laughs) We were learning about demand letters. And if you guys don't know what a demand letter is, demand letters are what you send to the other side before you commence an action. Yeah, so this is good to know, actually. um, Yeah, this is about suing. So it's related. (laughs) It's Um, relevant. So you... (laughs) So normally your representative will send the other side a demand letter basically saying, if you don't comply with this, this, and this, we are going to bring an action to the court. So we are going to sue. Um, So these demand letters are very specific. There are certain things that you should include in them. Ellie (laughs) decided that to take the opportunity... To be clear, to, to be clear, we were in legal writing and we were actively being told, don't use emojis or all caps in your letters or any correspondence exactly. for that matter. Yes. And Ellie decided to put that into practice by sending me a text <laughs> in the middle of class of a mock demand letter. It was so beautiful. And it was it was so, so effective. Like, there you were paid so... me immediately, actually. I, I, I bet I did to make it stop. <laughs> but... Uh, the the stuff that she put in the demand letter, I was trying so hard not to laugh. Like there were so many oh. times during school where I I had to leave the we classroom because awful. I couldn't control myself. But like the thing is, yeah. and I want to I want to be clear. Like we focused, we were good at what we did. We both got high honors. Yeah. Like we were good. Yeah, we did not mess around. Yeah, we messed around, but only within like certain <laughs> parameters that did not impact our learning. No, we we learned a lot, and it, it obviously you can tell because we're so smart and articulate. But <laughs> oh my god! But we messed around, and I mean, we would send each other texts, we would say things to each other during class that just had us in shambles. I had to leave the classroom because I, I at one point, it was in small claims. I remember so clearly. You sent me a text, and it wasn't even that funny. It was just, <laughs> just like, like the best time. You know, you know, in those situations. Yeah. Exactly. You like you know in those situations when, when you like can't yeah. laugh at all. Um, well, I think we'd been sending a few back so, and forth, and then that was like the final blow. That was it. I had to leave the classroom because I had tears <laughs> in my eyes. I was about to choke. Like, I, oh my gosh! What it was? So, what I said? no, I think. Oh, you know what? Actually, I do. I think that it was us saying "para" before everything. <laughs> like, no, para. <gasps> I'm para hungry. <laughs> I want to go to para lunch. I felt so bad, but I couldn't stop laughing. No, it was so good. And like, I had to leave. And basically this demand letter was the same where I was just, I couldn't even contain myself. It was so funny. So red from trying to hold in my laughter. It was not okay. Yeah. So honestly, guys, go to our Instagram because I I really want to find that demand letter. Yeah. And we need to post that. Um, our Instagram. <laughs> We're just gonna awesome plug, plug our Instagram. Um, but yeah, please go there so that you guys can understand what we're talking about. It's so funny. Um, so our Instagram is at legal podcast. So it's l e g a l dot e s dot podcast. And if you follow us, you might get a cat picture or, or two. two, maybe even a dog picture. Eventually, maybe a dog yeah. picture, or maybe if you're lucky, a, a spicy meme. A spicy meme. We love a spicy meme. Exactly. So head on over to our huh. Instagram, and I think that that is a good segue. Hold on, to... we forgot about the one. We have our judge, our justice of the peace. We forgot, Mr. Chair. <sighs> 
the adjudicator. <laughs> okay. So when you go to Guys. a tribunal, you're going to have the guy at the front that's talking, or the lady at the front, or the they-them at the front. So... Yes, they're they're very important they as well. It's just that there are so many things to remember. And there are so many things to call them specifically. Because it isn't just one thing. Like, it's not just your honor or your worship. Like, it could be madam or Mr. Adjudicator or um, madam or Mr. Chair or honorable member. And, like, you'd never really know which one it's going to be. Um, yeah, so, guys, refer to them how you will. <laughs> Or just or don't. Just don't. Actually, all. that is a tactic, though. Some people will wait until someone else refers to them, and then, like, either they don't get corrected or they do get corrected, and then they're like, ah, that's the one, and you just go with that. So, like, avoid it if you can, if you don't know. If they're not, like, um, now entering Honorable Chair Smith, like, just, just wait. Yeah. So, if you're going to ask us how you should address an adjudicator in a tribunal, um... We're just going to go ahead and tell you that we don't know. I mean, yeah. Like, why would I set you up for failure? Yeah. So, no. Just don't. No. Don't address them. <laughs> so, I think this is where we stop. I'm I'm done. I've got nothing more to say. Do you have anything more to say? Imagine. Imagine we just. <laughs> imagine we just ended the podcast with. So, I've got nothing more to say. And then it just cuts off. <laughs> So, um, no further questions, Your Honor. No for I like that. No further questions. And if there are no further questions, Your Honor, these are my submissions. Guys, goodbye. <laughs> that, is, that is the end. We're That's done. It. Follow us on Instagram, guys, because we want to hear from you. And we love you. And we want to see all of your beautiful faces. And maybe your dog. And your cats. And your pets. Yeah. And your neighbor's little fish. Oh, God. If you sue that goldfish one more time, <laughs> Becky, 